Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we are continuing our new series called Video Marketing Blueprint, where we're taking a closer look at video marketing and how to effectively utilize video to reach your audience, build relationships, and ultimately get them to buy from you. So we started this this uh, series last week, and in part one, we essentially walked through the steps you need to take to put together a roadmap for all of your uh, video marketing efforts, um, talking about everything uh, from uh, putting together your goals for your video to crafting your call to action, why you really need a script, some of the basic equipment you would need if you were going to do uh, produce the videos yourselves, and also finally shooting and marketing your video. Today, I am so happy because we're going to uh, take a take video marketing to the next level and discuss when and why it's appropriate to call in a professional videographer to produce your marketing videos. And to help out with this topic, I've called in the very best. Um, and I'm so excited that my friend Jonathan Jenkins is here. Uh, Jonathan is a producer, director, cinematographer, cameraman, editor, screenwriter, composer, vocal co coach, um, music arranger and voiceover artist and has founded uh, Performance Production Services uh, and he did that in January of 2007. And PPS has been producing professional video content as a company for business online video marketing campaigns, uh, business events, nonprofit events, documentaries, and also uh, milestone family events for over 11 years. And their uh, production portfolio includes over 600 online marketing and event videos for prestigious clients such as BNI Global, um, BNI's founder and chairman and author, Dr. Ivan Meisner, uh, Virgin Group's uh, Sir Richard Branson, Higher Right LLC, SoCal BNI, and the best-selling author Michael Gerber, and he does videos uh, from start to finish for online video marketing campaigns, um, corporate events, uh, public service announcements, documentaries, music events and song releases, stage plays, dancing school productions, and probably any other type of video that you can think of. So I, I'd like to welcome Jonathan to the show. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us today. What a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for asking me to attend. Oh, I am so glad that you were able to do this, and, and I'm so looking forward to learning a little bit more about you. So I've given everybody a little bit of an overview of who you are. Why don't you kind of give us a little bit of the background, how you got into doing videos and, and filming, and uh, where, where you hope to take that in the future? Thank you, Janet. Uh, it goes uh, back quite a ways. Um, I started as a young age uh, being exposed to music and film through my family and uh, eventually started shooting Super 8 film in the 70s. Oh, my. And progressed, uh, yeah, progressed uh, all the way through those years and also 
I had a music background, uh, so I ended up getting uh, two music degrees and two film degrees uh, because I believe in education. It's a good place to start with your with your filmmaking. But uh, all the just imagine all the technology that happened in both those fields since 1975. Sure. Fascinating, fascinating to see where it's gone. Yeah, and and so um, what was your what was your ultimate goal when you started in this business? Did you want to be a uh, filmmaker or did you want to go into music how did you bring the two of them together well they kind of hotchkops through the years depending upon the technology i i at one time was uh more and more in my music uh and musical uh career but uh but was so interested in film but oftentimes in uh, the early days of uh cameras you you had to have large large budgets to be able to, to get the cameras and get the editing base and uh, something really fascinating happened about uh, 06 was that HD cameras hit the market. Um, editing software became professional editing software was already starting to hit the market. And then YouTube came out. And so we had this all of a sudden, all of these options as a filmmaker. Uh, I'd already been writing uh, up to five screenplays up to that point, and I was really interested in opening a company. So I saw that as a perfect uh, technology storm to be able to just. Uh, you know, jump in the fray and open the company. So, so you just mentioned that you wrote five uh, scripts. Did you actually have them produced? Is that something that we would know anything about? Uh, they've been all spec scripts, like a lot of screenwriters, and uh, one oh, has uh, gotten a lot of traction. We've had three into in production three times on that with uh, independent companies, and uh, anybody that's uh, involved in that business knows that that's what happens a lot of the time. Uh, but one of them is getting, uh, that same one is getting more attention right now from Disney, so we're really happy about that. Oh, my gosh. So we may be seeing one of your films here in a little while, huh? Could be, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's a, it's a fascinating <laughs> business. Uh, I love writing, and it's really helping with, with uh, you know, filmmaking, because whether you're doing a whole two-hour screenplay or shooting a 30-minute spot, you know, for a cable commercial or, or an online commercial, the story is the same. It's the, the story-making is the same process. Yeah, that's, that's very, very true. So uh, on that note, why don't we start, I, I'm going to start asking you some questions about um, videos and films and, and uh, video production. So as I said last week, we talked about pretty much putting together a roadmap, but we really concentrated on um, how to produce video for yourself. And there's a point at which uh, I believe that we need to take video to the next level. And what and what's involved in that is probably hiring a professional videographer. So mm-hmm. um, uh, when, and for me, and probably for a lot of people that are listening, when is that point where we have to say to ourselves, uh, I can't do this myself anymore, I need to bring in a professional? Well, often what happens when I get phone calls from people that have you know, uh, tried making some online films and things like that, and they're, and they're doing it for an intent, not just entertainment, and all those, those, those issues, but they're actually in the business, so they're trying to market themselves, and they're not getting any response. And so you go, there's many reasons for that, but oftentimes it's just the, the overall production value. And they may not understand just the basics of, of the process of filmmaking that creates a better 
um, a better video. Um, but then we have a conversation about why, but, but uh, oftentimes it's just missing some of the basic principles of filmmaking. Okay, so, so why don't you tell us what some of those basics are that, that we're missing when we're, when we're using our smartphone or our uh, little, little camera, uh, little still cameras? Thank you. When I, I coach uh, people, which uh, we, we often do because we do a lot of post-production for companies, and we, we teach them how to film. If they're doing like video blogs, it's like every two days, they want to bring in a company every two days. So we coach them how to, how to you know, film properly. Um, but the main things we tell them is this. Start with a script. Start there. Figure that out. Time that script. And, and refine that, refine that, refine that script. And make sure you have like, like a three-part paragraph, an introduction, body, and, and conclusion, maybe some bullet points in there. But that'll help you focus your ideas. Then when you're shooting on your phone or your camera or whatever, make sure you're accessing things like natural light. And that your subject is lit. Is lit. You can use a selfie stick. You can you know, put the put your iPhone on a on a little pod, uh, uh, which really helps. Make sure your lighting is is on the subject, and and instead of in the back and, and the faces are dark, that often happens. And another thing is the audio. Instead so to avoid echoey audio, audio, there's so many companies that have created these little um, lavalier microphones you can just put on your uh, shirt. Like we do professionally, we usually do wireless, but you can do a wired one. You can get one for about 20, 25 bucks. There's a mic out there called U-Mic that you just plug right in your phone. Put your loud on. It's like it's got like a 20-foot cord, right. and, and your audio is going to be uh, so much better than than uh, with the echoes and all that. And those things are, are will help you create and give you the direction to be a professional. Yeah, that that's, you know, those are things that are really, really important. And I think that people tend to forget that um, when you're putting together a marketing video, particularly if you're in a business and you, and you really want to promote yourself, that uh, you have to have a well thought out process when putting together a video. It's not just, okay, I think I'll do a video today. Let me um, turn the, the camera on on my uh, cell phone and, and just start shooting. Sure. Sure. It's, yeah. It's 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 that, but it's not that. You know, it's just it, there's you can you can get into that kind of uh, production flow if you've planned it out and thought about it, and then you can just duplicate that flow in that production flow, and right. you can be very successful at it. Yeah. So so when it comes to putting together a script, I mean, you you talked a little bit about how you have to have mm-hmm. a, a beginning, a middle, and an end. What are some things that people tend to forget about when they're putting that script together that that tend to um, make the video not as productive as it could be? Well, uh, again, they they miss the three points of of uh, a basic paragraph going back to third grade, which is you know intro, body, and conclusion. You remember that in third grade? And yeah. we're, we're really kind of really kind of going back to that. Uh, that process of uh, you know the the introduction of what you're going to talk about, and that could be you know whatever subject you're going to do. People are used to that because that's that's what we're used to seeing on television all the time. There's those kind of introduction, sure. body, and a conclusion or call to action. We might call from for for a business, uh, but again, that'll help you focus everything. If you just think, okay, I'm, now I start saying that, 
does it last 30 seconds when you say it? Does it last 45 seconds when you say it? You know what? And that'll help you also to adjust the length of your of the uh, production you're going to make. Yeah. So, so do you find that people tend to either overthink and overproduce, or do they just? Is it better to just keep it simple? I think I think it's best to keep it uh, keep it simple and make it look and sound good. Um, you know what we've all been raised on is, and we forget about it, is television commercials. So right. you know we have we have, we have certain expectations about that uh, um, from that experience of the length, um, how what goes on. Uh, most product commercials on television have testimonials. Some of them are real people, and some of them are not. So so there's a that's telling us something. They must be successful at that. I often just watch television commercials uh, from the sets of. I, sometimes I watch them with the sound off, with the sound on, just the sound, and, and I just evaluate how that's impacting me at that moment, and then I, that helps me to uh, be a better producer. Yeah, that that that's very true. And you know what, Jonathan? It's time for our first break. So when we come back, we'll just continue our discussion. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
So before the break, my guest Jonathan Jenkins of Performance Production Services and I were talking about some of the things that really need to go into making a professional quality video. And Jonathan, we were talking about scripts, but uh, so so one yeah. of the things that um, uh, probably comes up a lot is people really don't know how to write their own scripts. Is that something that you do or is that something that people can find somebody to do for them? What do you, what do you suggest? Uh, you know, once we get it, as soon as we get into uh, pre-production with a client, uh, it's one of the first things we do um, is, is uh, tell them to, you know, we got to get our scripts together. Um, and we do that for the client. It's part of our budget. Um, uh-huh. And, but, we would recommend that if you're unable to, don't feel comfortable doing that, uh, you can hire a car- copywriter or you can hire, you know, different kind of folks to do that. Um, if you're not going into, if you're, again, producing your own, you know, productions, uh, you know, find, find people on a, on a good budget that you can help, that can help to do that if you have uh, problems with it. And, uh, right. you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, options out there that aren't, uh, that don't break the bank, just like your program, it says. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think sometimes that's one of those things that people have an idea in their mind, but they don't really know how to put the whole thing together. So, so you talked about pre-production. What are some of the things yeah. that you consider during pre-production when you first sit down with your clients? Uh, thank you. We just, uh, well, we just sat down with a, an attorney in Santa Ana, um, on Monday who uh, had one video that was uh, poorly produced and was not given many results. And so uh, we went in and proposed that uh, we do multiple videos about different subjects when we go into production during the day there. And, and so part of that is, is preparing all those scripts, you know, preparing all of those people that are going to be on those scripts, what to wear, you know, makeup, uh, not to wear uh, for the shoot. Uh, there's a lot of in pre-production where we're just, you know, scouting locations, making sure that when when we come in and we do produce and set up our cameras, everything, the lighting is all right. That we, you know, covered all the bases there. Uh, there's a lot that goes on in pre-production. Just preparing for that one day where we're going to go in and really make it be efficient, you know, with our clients. Well, and, and probably that pre-production is really uh, required, even if you're just producing your video yourself. You really need to have that schedule put together and, and your spots or your locations chosen, and uh, this isn't going to happen in one take, is it? No, 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 it's <laughs> not, not going to. Another thing that, that people often want to do is use a teleprompter, you know, and that's another way to, oh. to do it. You can... Um, and teleprompters have come a long ways from when we started producing. It was, uh, you know, hiring a company to come in with a big giant apparatus. They rolled in in front of the camera, and we were paying them, you know, $900 for a day of shooting and having to uh-huh. work that into the budget. And now you can put it on an iPad, you know, and put it right in front oh, of you. Oh, true, and true. That, right, and you can, you can, the best thing is to be able to look through the lens into the camera. You know, so there are apparatuses for that that vary in cost, but 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 there are ways to get around that. But 
I would say that's a, that's a great option for most people because they don't have to be so nervous in front of the camera what they're going to say. Sure. Now, now that's a really good question. Um, do you find that most businesses want to film themselves as the primary, for lack of a better term, actors in the video, or do they hire um, actors to be be part of that video or that film? That is a, a super question, and I think often it kind of depends upon the size of the business. You know, if you get uh-huh. an enterprise level business, you're probably not going to have the CEO going on camera. Um, although that has proved in some instances uh, uh, in the past, where in, in present, where that's really been effective. Um, but I would say, for the most part, with smaller business to mid-sized businesses, uh, it oftentimes we're getting the person on the camera. You know, the owner, the attorney, uh-huh. the, and and and. Uh, uh, that usually works best. People connect with that. They want to know, even if you're, you're you're at a plumbing, doing a plumbing company, you know, who are the principals there, who owns it. Uh, but actors can be effective too. But I, I find that they are just, a, they're a little more kind of a distant uh, experience and that people don't connect as well um, with, a, with an actor as much as someone who's, you know, involved in the company. So, um, so that's that's really an interesting point. You you think that people, when they are watching these videos, they know that the the people that are in it are actors versus um, principals in the company or employees of the company. Well, usually it's actually in the script. It's stated, you know, I'm oh, okay. Joe, and I own the company. You know, and so that's uh-huh. that's pretty a pretty much of a given. And you can tell you could a commercial. You can tell when it's an actress or an actor that's that's you know fronting that fronting that film. Right. Uh, and then there's also if you have you know, professionally, if we have a bigger budget, we might mix those up. Sometimes we mix those up with actors, and then having you know actual um, people in the company talking also. But then they they kind of introduce everybody. So we have we have done that, and that works well too. If if there's a budget for that. You, you mean almost like a, a narrator or a voiceover or something like that? Exactly right. Exactly right. When you get, when you look at a TV commercial, you see all the above. You see uh, uh, some people that are real, some people that are not. You have, you might have somebody introducing these people, um, but this is all happening usually on a, on a within fifteen to thirty seconds, you know, to uh, mm-hmm. produce that commercial. Uh, but it also just depends upon the business. It depends upon long and pre-production, as you asked, to, to really get into, you know, the business itself and what what is the best way to produce these films for the, your business to be most effective. Well, and, and, you know, and, and that's a really good question too, Jonathan. Is um, when you go into when when somebody comes to you and says, "I want to produce a marketing video or some sort of video for their business." Uh, and they don't really have an idea of what, I mean, they know that they want to produce a video, but they don't really have an idea of what to do or what to produce it about. Do you help them through that process? Oh, yes, definitely. That's uh, one thing that we're experts at uh, is is helping people assess, you know, the best ways to, for their production. And uh, for instance, we'll get emails on an ongoing basis, um, Hey, uh, I'm this, I have this company. How much will it cost to do my video? 
And then you just can imagine there's just no way to <laughs> give them a budget with that yeah, kind of exactly. information because, because everything is so unique. I mean, one aspect of a production can raise the budget significantly, and one one other thing, you know, can reduce the budget. So what I try to do every time is always, always have a conversation with people before budget and especially meet with them face-to-face if possible to uh, Skype or, you know, at their facility to, to figure you know, get the best budget for them, um, best way to produce their films. Well, and, and, you know, that's another good point that we probably need to discuss because um, for a lot of small businesses, they may be thinking, well, I can't really hire a professional because I don't have the budget to actually produce that quality sure. of, of film. So what would you say to those people? How, how does it have to be expensive or is it expensive? Well, that's one of the uh, kind of misnomers. And, and 15 years ago, let's go back, um, your average commercial, just because of the lack of technology and, and the editing base, was probably you know $15,000, where right. now we can produce a film uh, on... on uh, you work into, with the smaller budgets for smaller companies because we want to establish a relationship with them. And as they build, we want to be their source of production. Right. And do you know, and increase our budget as we go on with better productions with them. But we've done productions in the, in the five hundred dollar to fifteen hundred dollar range, uh, you know, quite often, and, and brought made them really simple. And another option for companies that, that people really like is that we, we just do the post production for them, and that's that's totally cost effective. And we can produce a, a professionally looking branded film for them and have them shoot it. Once we coach them on what to do and get them all set up. Uh, we have a client in Austin, Texas, that does that with us um, on an ongoing basis. Well, that's interesting. Ta- talk to me a little bit more about that because you, you know we've we've been talking about you you actually coming in and doing the pre production and shooting the video, but now there, there's that whole back end that sometimes yeah. we forget about that post production. So uh, why don't we just start uh, a, to talk about that a little, and we'll take uh, it into a, a deeper talk after the break. But what's involved in post production? Uh, post-production is is the most time-consuming of a production. It's, it's extremely can be extremely complicated. And again, we get into you know what type of client is it? What how does the cut going to be? Music is critical to a to a film. How many times have you watched a, what a video you thought was pretty good and the music was so awful that it ruined it? And yeah. and uh, so. You know, because of our our musical education background, our composition background, we're able to to choose uh, soundtracks that fit the client, fit the beat of the film, fit fit the uh, the emotion of the film, what have you. And so, mm-hmm. post production is critical, um, and that's often where things fall apart. It's kind of like a car with no paint, and uh, <laughs> you know if you you know if you if you ever got your car fixed and you got it painted right and the paint looked lousy, what you go, oh my, right? And that's right. kind of what happens in post-production is that's kind of the, the paint on the car. It's that it's that final finish that the client sees and you, you, don't, you don't want them to go, oh no, <laughs> what happened? True, true. Well, and, and that's the thing with, with video is we're very happy to watch it, but if it's a bad video, we're very happy to click right. off it too. Yeah, sure. So, that goes back to our what we expect our expectations from watching television. 
you know, with yeah. lighting and story and all those simple things that we're so used to. That's why we're so fickle about it. We'll turn it right off. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's one of the things, particularly in today's uh, give it to me now or you've lost me within the first 10 seconds. Uh, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of the things that you mentioned about post-production, and, and I think we're going to have to do it after the break, so think about okay. it, is is music. And music is really yep. a real big part of uh, drawing, uh, bringing the video together. And there's some real strict restrictions on what you can do and can't do with music. So when we come back, we'll start talking about that. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, I, I was talking with my guest, Jonathan Jenkins of Performance uh, Production Services, and we were talking about starting with the post-production process for your videos. And we started talking about um, music and the importance of music to your video. So Jonathan, can you uh, expand a little bit on uh, some of the parameters that you have to be aware of when it comes to music for your video or your film? Sure. Uh, as far as choice, um, you know, are you, do you have an upbeat? Do you have something that's upbeat? Do you have something that's a little more melancholy? Within what's, what is your product? What are you trying to say? Uh, and that's so important to the beat, beat of the music. Um, it's a skill that you have to develop over time, but, but you got to concern yourself with, with those things. As far as licensing, you got... You know, you got to be careful with, uh, you can't just take a track from, you know, that you download from your favorite artist and stick it in your song because you're going to get flagged by YouTube. And, right. and uh, they can even shut you down. But one cool thing, if you have a YouTube site and you go into your creator studio 
A, click on your uh, get to the creator studio, and then go into create. There's a, a list on the left hand side, and you go into your audio library. There is a ton of free songs that you can download of oh, all that's types, great. all genres, all all rhythm. I've we've used many of these for our productions, and they're just. YouTube loves them because they created them. <laughs> so they're, they're they're absolutely absolutely fantastic to use, and they're they're uh, adding more and more all the time, and more and more artists. So the selection. Yeah, yeah, and that's really important because, as you said, YouTube will flag them, but also uh, people get royalties from their music, and yes, uh, they may come after you. If they, if your if your video is popular enough, which some of them may be, they'll come after you and and ask for those royalties from you or or charge you for them, right? Sure, sure. Well, you, I don't know if that YouTube would probably shut you down before that would happen because they they just uh, I've had music turned off on uh, on the videos before, and it usually is when we produce like a, a dance event, you know, for a company. Uh huh. And we've paid for the music, which is kind of strange. You know, we've actually have paid for the rights of the music to use, but it's actually in the program. And then when you post it on YouTube, you'll get, sometimes you get, hey, we're just going to run advertising on it. And that's just the way it's going to be because there's a copyright issue. And then there's some copyright uh, contracts with YouTube on certain songs where they just shut off your audio. So, yeah. uh, you know, and if you do that too many times, they're not real happy about it. So you got to be careful. <laughs> right, but but Jonathan, isn't there isn't there also a way, particularly on YouTube, that if you get one of those nasty grams that say, "Hey, it looks like you're using music that you you don't have the the um, yeah. the rights to," you can actually send them a, a message and say, "Yes, I actually do. Here's the proof and all that sort of stuff," right? Right, but if you just again, if you just bought the music and you own it, it but and you're using it for this, they're they're, they're gonna. It just doesn't work out usually. So right. I would say, I would say, do something that's safe. Go to uh, an audio library. I think you mentioned to me another audio library that you're familiar with, where there's a lot of you know free stuff, or you can sign up to some of these libraries. Oh. Uh, just yeah, just, just not to even go there. Just just. You know, download a bunch of music, review a bunch of music, maybe on the YouTube right. audio library, find something you like or a bunch of songs you like, download them, keep them in a file, and then uh, refer back to them when you're when you're doing your productions. And then you're not going to have to deal with any of that, and it's just not worth it. Right, right. So, so when people, if they're if they don't find something on YouTube, what they're really looking for is they're looking for royalty free music that has a Creative yep. Commons license. Correct. Yes, exactly yes. right. Exactly right. And there won't be any problems. And if there is, yeah. then you know they probably won't be a big deal. But uh, you're not going to slap Beyonce's uh, latest song on your video and not have problems. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I know you so love it, but <laughs> yeah. So you know, we were talking about um, post uh, production, and music is part of that. Um, yeah. When you're when you're a, a lot of that post-production is actually editing the the film yeah 
So, uh, as we mentioned before, sometimes people just want to do one take. And what what guidelines would you give people in order to make sure that they get the they produce the best film in post production? Should they do two takes? Should they do twelve takes? What what do you recommend? Uh, we usually uh, we often do multiple takes. Um, and uh, we often shoot with a couple, you know, maybe at least two cameras too, so we have different angles when we're cutting the film to be able to have a more interesting, you know, looking uh, uh, product. But but uh, I don't know. It's just uh, as far as multiple takes, it kind of just depends. Are you comfortable with the take? I mean, when we're working with a client, if they're not going to use a, met, uh, a teleprompter then, you know, we just all kind of figure out and decide that that was, that was good. But when you're cutting a, a, a video, um, you're often using B-roll. Uh, you know, B-roll is it's something else over the top of the film that shows up like a logo or, a, or a, maybe a picture of the business or a picture of something, you know, that's related to what you're talking about, picture of a product. And so that from an editing standpoint, allows you to make those cuts that you need to do to the audio and to the video underneath it because you're not seeing anybody at that point. So that's a very handy way to to do your editing uh, to cut out, you know, bad, uh, <laughs> um, you know, bad talking. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, I'm so, like me right now. Like me right now. <laughs> me out. No, no, no. So, so, so in other words, um, everything doesn't have to actually be video. What you can do is you can have have like your logo or or yeah. still shots of your products or services or customers or something like that, and just have voiceover over that portion of it. Exactly right. It's a, it's a great way to to drive the story. And it's a, it's a great way from an editing standpoint again to cover up problems, you know. Yeah. And, and when you have you know someone who hasn't got a, a really good take, maybe just need to cut a piece out of that what they said, and then you can do that under under the B roll. Of course, we're getting into uh, you know editing period, and that's often it's the most important thing. Really, it is when it gets right down to it, and that's where often films fall apart is in post production, which is often why you need a professional unless you've gone through the training, um, you know, to run software and, and that kind of thing. But, so, yeah, that, that's a, a really important part of it. And yeah. probably a, a lot of people don't, I, I mean, there's some free software out there and there's some that are fairly low yeah. cost, but um, you really need to have an eye for what looks right in a video in order to edit it correctly. Sure. But if you've, if you've created your script, I'm going to go back to the script for a minute here. If uh-huh. you've created that script, there's going to be, there's going to be, uh, you know, pictures coming out of the script, you know, that relate to your business. You know, if you're, right. if you're talking about, if you're a plumbing company and you're talking about how many vans you have or whatever it is, and then you have a picture of those vans, you know, then, that's part of your storyline. So in pre-production, that's another thing that we go through with the client to, you know, identify with them, with your script, you know, what visuals can we put at this point in this script? So we're planning that all out in pre-production. It gets finalized in post-production. 
and oftentimes on set, but, but in pre-production, you're really planning those things out. So that, that cre- drives your story and makes it more interesting to use those visuals, but plan them ahead of time with your script. Right. So, so with that in mind, have you ever gone into a video production and they've had a script that they worked on at the beginning yeah. in, in pre-production and by the time you got out of post-production, it didn't even look anything like what it started out as. Yeah, often that can happen. That can happen. Or we can take, um, for instance, we have, let's just say we have an intro film. And we go into a, a business and we shoot uh, two testimonials. We have an introduction film with the with the owner, what have you, maybe his, his partner. Uh, and what we might do is, is in post-production, is go, well, what we're going to do is we can have the, the testimonials as individual films. So we, now we can take the intro film and actually cut some of the best testimonial footage into the intro film. Um, and sometimes oh. that's planned and sometimes it's not. When, in, all of a sudden you start looking at all this footage. We try when we get on set to shoot as much footage as possible to create as many films for the client as possible because a big cost is getting their crew and everybody you know, on set to, to film everything. So if we can get you know, more footage you know, at when we're, when we're uh, filming, then that gives us more options in post-production to, uh, at a lower cost for the client because we're not going back and filming all that stuff. We're just filming it all at once. And, and then we can create all kinds of different films. It changes a lot in post-production for, in a better way. And the client yeah. seems you like that. Yeah. Well, and, and that's a really good point, too, is that when, uh, when people go into producing a film, they should probably think about it in terms of a campaign so that it's not an isolated video. Um, Because as you said, they're spending all this money and all this time on creating this one video. They might as well get their, uh, their biggest bang for their buck through it. Right. Oh, thank you for mentioning that. And of course with, with, with uh, people you might represent, you know, if they have six uh, videos that they could push out for on different subject matter, uh, those can be pushed out in, in in uh, social medias, um, right? With you know six different things instead of yeah, just the one video, and you can time those out and um, and you can keyword. That's another thing that that we might want to chat about is about uh, you know how some of the some of the mistakes we see when people have already uh, produced films and they have a YouTube site and how they set those up on YouTube. It's not working for them, but it's really because of some very simple things that might be interesting to talk about. Well, yeah, I think I think that's a great idea because actually that was where I was going to go next is, you know, we produce all these videos and we put yeah. them up on YouTube or we put them up on our website and we think that everybody's going to love them and flock to them, but nothing happens. How sure. do, what, what do saw, they do? I saw a video on YouTube this morning that was... Uh, there was no way that anybody could could search it on Google because there was no title. Yeah. <laughs> no content and and uh all about putting that con- that title up there, that description, using your uh, S- uh search engine optimization keywords and all that sort of stuff. So it's really important to get that all done. 
Um, and guess what? It's time for our last break. So when we come back, we're going to wrap up our discussion, my discussion with uh, Jonathan Jenkins and find out his last words on uh, professional video production. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So today we've had a great discussion with Jonathan Jenkins on the ins and outs of using a professional videographer to produce your marketing videos. And right before the break, we were starting to talk about some of the downfalls or pitfalls that people run into when they're, uh, they've put their video up on uh, YouTube or on their website and they're not getting any traffic to them. So Jonathan, what are some of your thoughts around that? Well, um, I'm just reviewing a YouTube site for a new client this morning, and they mm-hmm. had uh, five testimonial uh, videos that have put up there about 2009 on their YouTube site. We're going we're gonna to produce some new uh, uh, videos for them. But I noticed already that they, had, they didn't have a whole lot of hits, um, and one of the reasons was there was a very short title. It wasn't, and it wasn't even about their business or what they do. It was actually the person that was in the, the, the person that was in the video. So the person in the video who had a business name was getting traffic, and they weren't. Huh. And then in the description, in the description box, 
Okay, below that, there's nothing. And then in the keyword box, there is nothing. So Google likes to uh, go into YouTube real quick and look at the information there, but you, you really need, you need to give Google the written information that you want, how you want people to find you. Um, are you, uh, do you service three cities? Is that, is that information in your keyboard, keywords? Uh, right. Is that information in your title tags? Uh, do you have your domain name in the, the description box so people can click, click on your, to go to your website quick? Yeah, that should be the top thing uh, in the uh, description uh, box, in my opinion. Uh, so those are real simple things that you can, you can do to, to get traffic, organic traffic to your, to your video um, without paying for a pay-per-click. And uh, those will go in time, but it's really important. Don't forget it. Right. Well, and, and that's the thing that I think some people forget is that Google and, and the search engines can't actually read video so no matter what you talk about on the video, it's not going to know. And it's imp- so it's a really important for you to have that title, that description, and your keywords and, and tags all together in that video. Um, yeah, again, and, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I would give you an example. I, I uh, produced some films for a, a, a general practice doctor in South Laguna uh, five years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at that time, no doctors had videos going down there at all. And he wanted to pick up people in the summertime that were down at the beach, cut themselves, maybe they're on vacation, where do they go? So he was mm-hmm. trying to pick up some of those clients. So we totally geocoded that video with the title, with who he was, with the description and the keywords, South Laguna, you know, all these keywords. And his video was showing up in that demographic. So when people were at the beach and they were saying, you know, general practice doctor or whether I'm injured or whatever in South Laguna, they were getting, he was getting the hits. And he was actually started getting business from that. So that's, that's exactly a perfect example of what we're talking about. Had we not done that to his video, just shot it, not had those kind of, those kind of descriptions and titles and keywords, he would have been lost. He would have been no different than if he was on New York City. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and, yeah. and that's that's the thing too is that uh, you have to remember that uh, Google owns YouTube, so yep. they're going to go to YouTube. They're going to put those videos at the top of the search engines, no matter what. True. Doesn't matter it's where true. else the videos are, but you have to have your video optimized in, in order to get to the top of the search engines for for Google. Um, right. So. With that in mind, um, what are some of the other key faults that people have when they're putting their videos out there? What what are some some downfalls that you've run into? Well, I, I, again, if I don't you know, mind me just kind of going back to some of the basics, is uh, it they ramble on you know too long, so that's yeah. a, that's, a, that's mm-hmm. a script issue, okay. Um, there's maybe uh, that unfocused part of their film just to start off. They'll, they'll shoot something with, uh, they're, they're in the dark, and there's all this light in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did, didn't think about the, the time to be able to set up their, their, their quote, studio to uh, capture that light. But again, the use of uh, natural light. These are just things I see all the time myself. So again, the same website I was talking, YouTube site I was talking about just, I, um, a few couple minutes ago, 
all the all the testimonials were shot in the dark, so you could barely see the people. Oh, yeah. And then your audio. You don't want echoey audio. You want you want to you want to. These are just three simple simple little things that we see all the time that are downfalls on on uh, on the non professional videos. It can be fixed for almost no money. It's just making a decision to to be more proactive with your production. Yeah, I, and I think that's really the biggest takeaway is that um, when you're putting together a video, you really need to be mindful of your audience and um, what uh, what your message yep. is, what you want them to yep. do, and how you're how you're going to promote it online, um, because otherwise it's it can fall apart. Well said. Well said. Yeah, so, so um, Jonathan, uh, we're coming to the end of our show, and I understand that you have a special offer for uh, our Marketing That Won't Break the Bank audience. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Uh, and first, I want to uh, promote you. You're just an amazing professional. And oh, well, thank you. If, if, if they need... Uh, you know, your wonderful service, and I should definitely look you up and, and uh, have a uh, meeting with you to talk about it because you're just one of the best out there. And uh, we're offering anybody that, that uh, wants to uh, produce something uh, out of the show and wants to call our company uh, or go to performanceproductionservices.com and, and send us a note, uh, we'll give you a 10% off the whole production. That's a pretty good deal. That that's great, and, and what I'll do is I'll send out an email to my list. So if you're not on my list, make sure that you sign up at four one one marketing solutions dot com slash radio, and we'll get you on that list so that you can get, take uh, advantage of that offer. And I'm I, and we've made it, um, and I hope that Jonathan and I have giving you a good understanding of why to call a professional videographer and, and kind of what's involved in that process. And congratulations, you've made it through uh, part two of our video marketing blueprint series. Um, if you have any questions about what we've covered, please send me an email at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com or uh, follow us on Facebook at 411marketingsolutions. Uh, don't forget to join our new Facebook group for a live wrap-up of today's episode. The Facebook group is Marketing That Won't Break the Bank podcast. And uh, we'll do each week we do a live Q&A afterwards where I'll a answer some of your questions and uh, give you some insider tips and maybe some worksheets on some of the episodes. Um, so make sure that you join us about 10 after 1, 10, 15, uh, or yeah, 115 uh, in Marketing That Won't Break the Bank podcast Facebook group. Next week, we'll continue our video marketing blueprint series with my guest, Dennis McMurray, who's the VP of uh, business development for a company called Infuse. And it's going to be really exciting because we're going to take it to the whole uh, video to the next level by talking about interactive video. So thank you so much for uh, joining me and Jonathan today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative and you've come away with some new ideas to market your business. Don't forget to join us in our Facebook group in about 10 minutes. And thank you so much, Jonathan, for, for joining us. I've really enjoyed our time together. My pleasure, and thank you and your audience. Thank you. So everybody, have a great week, and we'll see you on the flip side. 
Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program.